alone. And I had so much. There was an element of You're behind a phone, you don't see that person. Yeah, I feel like there was a gradual shift in me. I kind of realized I've just spent an hour on this app. Judging. Judging people. Advice on like the methods of how to give a blowjob. Oh, I was like, my God. surely this is inappropriate. What I have associated with being with him is talking to you about it, mm. like, you know, getting like, you know, prep for the date. That was so, so much fun. This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Talk dirty to me. Um, how's your drink? It's pretty good. Yeah. I've actually gotten used to the taste. Yeah, the same. I'm kind of like, everything else tastes like garbage now. <laughs> This is, yeah. I think it's the the strong front notes of the grapefruit that makes it okay. Mm, like with the hint of coke, just kind of mm, on top. A little, a little, a little sprinkling of coke. Mm -hmm. Cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine. 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 Um, and a bit of camomile too. Oh yeah, I did pour it in there <laughs> to cool it down. Oh, we can have it like iced or put it when the ice is ready. Oh, oh my god. Which of my gourds? Okay, here we go. Yeet. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of season three of Talk Dirty to Me with, well, it's actually the second episode, but it's the first episode with a guest. Oh. And not only is it just one fucking guest, but it is my best bitch on the planet. Everyone, please give a warm welcome to... If you it's remember, your bitch Bella here. It's your bitch Bella. If you cast your mind back, you'll know, or if you are a religious listener of the podcast, you'll know Bella was my first mm -hmm. guest ever. It's with, crazy. With her sister. How far have we come? Like, we've just gone down the road. Mm -hmm. We haven't really turned to the Do you know what I realised? In the first se season, I said to people say your name a fun fact about anything in life and then lesson learned from an awkward situation and i haven't thought of like intro what questions three is gonna be yeah because then when when um when ella and i were doing it last series together we would oh fuck i can't even remember what else we were asking other people then okay can we do you want to come up with something okay well it can be like or oh i've got um, this was this was supposed to be a question roulette question but i'm happy to to okay. sacrifice but then you have to ask yeah. all your guests yeah, but that's fine because this one's pretty generic. Okay. Do you, I don't know why I keep saying generic. I heard that term the other day. Someone was talking about American generic accents being generic, being generic, like a ge general American accent uh -huh. being like generic. <laughs> no, every time I say ge generic, I'm like generic. Um, what was or what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh wow. Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? Um. I need to think about this. That's okay, we can circle back because I tried to not give you any heads up for this. Whereas I did for everything else. Um, the best advice... The thing is, like, I don't feel like I heard this from someone. It's just something you learned? It's just something, yeah. What was it? If you fancy sharing. Which yeah. you're supposed to because you're well, on my podcast. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's to, like, not 
compare yourself to other people. I know that sounds like really kind of cliche. Ooh, chin chin. Cheers. I love that. I think, you know, like social media. Mm. Or, yeah, like you never really know how other people, you know, truly are. Well, which is it? Comparing or you never know what other people are? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but like, you know, you can't compare yourself to others because you don't really know really what's <clears throat> going on in their life. Yeah, no, I love that. So you need to just focus on yourself, your your own milestones, because <gasps> yeah. comparison is the thief of joy. Whoa, I was not ready for that. <laughs> no, but I think it's I think it's true. I like love that. you just you know, all these societal norms, like when stuff should happen or when you know. Yeah. It's just you're just kind of you just need to stop comparing yourself. And have you going off that? Have you? It's it's obviously something that when people have like a favorite quote or favorite life mm-hmm. lesson or whatever, it's obviously something that resonates with you. Can you tell me about a time when you thought this applies to me? Particularly, I, I don't know, maybe the comparison stuff or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, can you think of? And I'm really not trying to like prod on anything. Here. I generally, I'm just like, tell me. <laughs> I was like, wow, is this an interview? And I'm like, it is an interview. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Tell I got about a time. <laughs> Tell me about a time when you had to take on a leadership role. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah, I think probably when I was at uni mm-hmm. and I wasn't having that good of a time. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's... Sorry, it's, my dog, you can hear the dog snoring in the other room. It's <laughs> just like... Flip, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yeah. But I think, you know... I would see all these pictures on Facebook or Instagram. Oh, I don't even know if I was using Instagram. Yeah, I probably yeah. was. I feel like towards the end of uni is when we used it more. Yeah. I feel like there wasn't much. And I was, you know, you see it and you just think, oh, everyone else is having such a good time. Mm. You're like, oh, why am I not having a good time? And then when I left uni and I was speaking to people, you realise, like, so many people had the same mm. experience. I was like, why did I, yeah, think that I was the only one that didn't, like have an amazing time like all through throughout uni. Mm. I had a really fun like third and fourth year, but I, but yeah, I think I just thought, yeah, <coughs> just looking back, I don't like it doesn't matter what, because my years after uni were really really fun, mm. or like my final year, so like, it doesn't matter that my first two years were not that great. Yeah, I I agree. I think for me too, my my roommate in first year was such a social butterfly i mean she was such socialite and everyone not everyone obviously my friends didn't know me this way but a lot of people in our dorm knew me as her roommate but i'm also like a different you know i'm -hmm. I'm an independent on my own but um yeah you do get so it's i think particularly at university and then and there's a lot of hype to go to university i mean i loved it but i also hated it and i think Mm. same for me like my first two years were a lot of like Everyone else is having so much more fun without me. To the point where yeah. I actually considered going, applying, uh, like, um, applying for a sorority. <laughs> me. <laughs> Do you imagine how different you'd be? Well, I'd be the same bad bitch. You get <laughs> no, I would not. I'd be intolerable. <laughs> no, but I remember having this conversation with my cousin. Mm. And I told her about it. Mm. Like, how my idea was a bit shit. And she was like, oh, but it doesn't matter. Like, you only need two friends. Like, yeah. Like, you only need two people. That's true. And I was like, oh, you're so right. Like, I don't need, you know, just because I see people there with, like, their big groups of friends. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. need, like, 
I don't need that. She was like, you just need, you just need two people. You'll like, you'll yeah. have loads of fun. I was like, oh, you're so right. Like, I don't need like to have a number of friends. I just yeah. need to have like a couple, a few of people. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think also the the difficult thing about seeing group situations is quite often from the outside it looks like it's a massive group of people who are mm-hmm. close. But if you look at it a lot closer. It's usually a few people got together and it's like, oh, someone else was invited, whatever. Like, it's never... There's never usually a group of, like, six people who are inseparable. Or trust me, if they are, it's for a term. And then you only (laughs) speak to two of them afterwards anyway. Exactly. So, So, yeah. No, I get that. Moral of the story. Moral of the story. Don't compare. Yeah, I love that. Oh, my gosh. Cheers to that. Okay, we have to talk about this fucking cocktail we've just made. It is quite the So, basically, we've realised... So, Bella's at my apartment, and um, my whole cupboard is full of just different gins that Bella has given me since <laughs> we moved in six months ago. There's, like, eight different bottles in it, and we only had one tiny tin of tonic water. <laughs> so, <laughs> little tinny. So, so, we just mix all of these different gins with one tin in the big this big coffee thing and some Coke, and it just tastes... It, it tastes, tastes so bad that it actually tastes good. Yeah, but I think that's because we also might be a little bit fucked now. Uh, <laughs> like an opposite. No, it's actually, it's it's pleasant. It's drinkable. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank it you. Is, it, what a fucking journey. Like, no, we, we've grown. We've grown smash. Like, it's, so, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm I mean, so glad to be here. Yeah, well, thank you so much. I'm so glad that we're... You know, still talking. <laughs> Actually, if you think about it, in the part, so we recorded the first episode in your kitchen in August of 2019, mm-hmm. and then I didn't release it until March 2020. I just decided I was like, oh, fuck this podcast, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we were in lockdown. And I was with my family, more my relatives, and I was like, I'm bored. So I just decided, oh, yeah, I'm going to do the podcast. And I'm trying to think. There are so many people that at the time of print, <laughs> at, the, at the time when we first recorded, that I don't know if you feel this, but in the past two years or what is it, year and... was well, nearly... Are we, three years this year. Yeah, oh, my God. So this is two and a half... Two and a half years ago is when we recorded the first episode. What? Fuck. The amount of people who... I was like, oh, they're my besties for life. At that point, <laughs> who I just don't think about anymore. Or don't talk about, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to mention that mm-hmm. the episode of the, the pilot, in case, the pilot, the first episode, listener, in case you don't recall, was called Entering the Dating Atmosphere, which was Miss mm-hmm. Bella's quote. It was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, since, obviously, in the past two years, we've been in a bit of a pandemic, if you haven't heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you... Are you still on the dating apps? Are you still in the dating atmosphere? What's the... What's the situation? I mean, I act as if I don't know every single thing that's going on in your life, but that's because <laughs> the listeners don't. So, so... Um, what has been happening? Talk, talk me through it. What's the... What does the dating atmosphere look like now? And are you still as involved? Well, that makes it sound like you are actively involved. Well, I was on a few dating apps, but you have to kind of go in phases, like... Oh, yeah, a few weeks, oh, then you you delete the app. You know, it's not mm. something you can be doing, mm. you know, every week. Obviously. I just think, I, yeah, I just believe in, yeah, do it for a bit, delete it, come back, you know, live your life a bit. Because then it, you know, it becomes a bit addictive, and then you just realise, 
you're swiping on all these people on just very superficial mm. qualities. You're like, oh, his nose looks a bit weird. Or, oh, don't like his haircut. And, yeah. and then you kind of realise, oh, I've just spent an hour on this app. Judging you. Judging people. And, like, what am I doing with my life? Mm. So, yeah, I kind of concluded that, yeah, I was just wasting a lot of time. I thought, oh, God, no, I don't want to do this anymore. So I just, yeah, I just deleted the app. Mm. Um, you deleted of... all of them? Yeah, but for a while. But for a while. Back up, until, yeah, <laughs> up until recently where I've downloaded Thursday. Yeah, because, I, I love the premise of it. Yeah, because you can only use it on a particular day of the week. Mm. So you basically have to organise to see people straight away. Because yeah. otherwise your match disappear. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it's a great idea. But it's it's a lot of pressure. I mean, I'm usually busy, quite busy on Thursday, uh, going to the office, and then, mm. you know, so it's it's a lot of pressure to kind of, okay, have a look on the app, you know, see people. Then basically you have to message and you know, either get their number or Instagram. Mm-hmm. For example, last night, someone messaged me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, what's your Instagram? I was like, oh. I don't want to really give you my Instagram. Like, I've got pictures of my family on there and I don't know you. Yeah. So I just gave him my number. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Well, like, he hasn't texted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just... It's a Thursday thing. It's just a bit... It was just a bit rushed. Yeah. But the good thing is they, they do these events where kind of... They kind of hire out bars and then... Like, it's so smart. Um, you have to, like... You have to be single to enter the bar. Um, so there's a chance to basically meet people in person. So I might do that. Mm. Um, which is fun. But yeah... Other than that, I think I like that app because it's only confined to one day, so then you don't, yeah, really, think you don't really think about it. But yeah, I've also, I just way prefer meeting people in person. I just, yeah. it's just so, and then you just realise like, oh, you get to know people, you know, not looking, oh, their haircut is a bit weird. Yeah. You get, you know, you get to know them and then slowly you're like, oh, they're actually quite cute. Yeah. Like, oh, this is how it's meant to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And also, there's a prime example of this, um, where you recent where you were chatting to someone in a not necessarily in a romantic setting, but online, and then you recently met them in person. You were like, "Oh shit, he's delicious." Wait, did I? Yeah. Who's this? I wish you could have seen the face we just made at each other. Yeah, no, you know, exactly. You you meet in person and it's You like, meet in person and you have a different impression. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. It was a good it was a good impression. <laughs> no, but like yeah, then you just realise, oh, getting to know people mm-hmm. in a non forced romantic setting is actually really fun. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's been that's been interesting. And I just but then the thing is I've been reading this book called How to Not Die Alone. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, How to Not Die Alone. And it's very, like... I mean, I've liked the book so far. (laughs) It it Mm. is. It's a lot of pressure. It's like, you should be, you know, going on a date with someone every week. And it's like... You have to calculate from... You have to pick a a year by which you would have wanted to have met your partner. And then calculate the years in between. And then in 37% of that time, you should have found the person. Like, it's very... Kind of oh, calculations yeah. and I get it like it's much harder to find a partner nowadays so you know there's a kind of tactic around it you know you have to just play the game yeah and do it but 
I do feel like it's a lot of pressure as I, well. I don't know if I necessarily... I mean, obviously, I'm not really wholly in a position to, you know, make assumptions and comments, but I feel like putting... That you know the actress Olivia Wilde, who's famously mm-hmm. dating our mutual boyfriend Harry Styles. Styles yeah. yeah, of course. Um, he is also mentioned in every single episode of the podcast. Um, <laughs> she is known to be in seven year relationships, and mm-hmm. then it ends for her. So like, I think her first boyfriend, it was, she was in seven year relationship, and then she was married to Jason Sudeikis. No, Justin Jason Sudeikis. No, what the fuck's his name? Yeah, the the Ted Lasso, Jason oh, Sudeikis. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was married to him for seven years and they have two kids or a kid or something and now she's with Harry and it's all... And I remember when it when um, someone picked up on this, like, uh, sort of timeline that she has and then mm-hmm. she talked about it in an interview or something. And it b- brought up a big... This was, this was in the first lockdown when I was working from... Ho- no, the second one when I was working from home and I had loose women on the TV every day. <laughs> and I actually, would literally work from home whilst watching loose women in the background. <laughs> Oh my god, legends. Um, but they debated it and they and two of them were like on the side of, Yeah, I quite respect that, you know, but then the other two were like, What the fuck? No, like why would you give a deadline to your relationship? Oh. Oh, you think she gave a deadline to all yeah, the relationships? That's that's the that's it. So it obviously started out for me, how I see it is in the first relationship she was with him for seven years and then she's like yeah i guess that's fine and then it or maybe it was like uh, when she ended her marriage or when the marriage ended with jason stakis that it was also seven years so there's like mm-hmm. a habit in her life mm-hmm. but she but her whole thing is she's only with a partner for seven years and that's it like she won't yeah. be with them for longer and so the the loose women were talking about um what you know what that would look like to just date someone for a certain period of time and like seven years is enough time for you know mm-hmm. like to get um, married and have kids yeah. and and whatever but also i don't know what what would you, what's your opinion on having like a, a deadline like that yeah i mean i don't know i'm not i wouldn't say i'm too too keen on that but but that's what the book is saying to you though it's it's not really a deadline to be in a relationship it's kind of like you have to give yourself a deadline right. by which you should have kind of you Hold know accountable yeah i need to reread the chapter to be honest because <laughs> i've kind of forgotten but because the the point is that nowadays it's super easy to you know you can in two seconds find someone else to talk to through an app mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. You, you you kind of have this thing where you're like oh there's something better out there mm. um so i can just you know find someone in an instant but the book is trying to tell you like yeah you know you could find something better out there but you need to also think about other things it's not it's not mm-hmm. about just thinking there's someone better out there like that you're never going to find a partner so you yeah. kind of have to give yourself a, a time by which you should have found someone i, I don't know um maybe yeah. i'm you know rethinking about the chapter wrong but... no but i mean who knows it might it's probably what you said <laughs> um yeah, I th- no, I do you know what I, I I respect that it and it probably was something that worked for this author. Yeah. So for her, she was like, I'm gonna just present to the to the world what and publish what worked for me and it worked for a few of my friends and whatnot. Yeah, no, because so she's a dating coach, so she actually like coaches oh, okay, people. Okay, 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 okay. But because she tells examples of how, um, for example, people would break up with their partner and mm. then. A few years later, she would she would then coach the person, and then they would realize, oh, that partner was actually really great. Mm. Like, why didn't I 
you right. know, yeah. why did I kind of break up with them? And I, I think that's the, that's was like part of the element. So you have to, mm. yeah. There's a, basically there's a lot of kind of tactics around it now yeah. that the dating to date is so much harder. I think also there's always an element of curiosity about like other other not necessarily other people like or other options but other avenues you could have taken like it's human nature to be curious about yeah. other things so for her if she's like if you make sure by this age you've at least met someone mm-hmm. who you're like oh this person could be not mm-hmm. this person could be my soulmate <laughs> for the next seven years but like <laughs> that you know this person is someone i would be interested in spending mm-hmm. more time you know the next few years with i think yeah no i i, I don't know I, I i respect that and if she's a dating coach, she's obviously a fucking professional. Clearly. Clearly. Well, I have to finish the book first. So. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then get back to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so you talk about dating... No, you talk about sort of meeting people in person and stuff. Since the last episode, have you... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're, like, screaming. <laughs> um, also, I'm going to pour some more of my fucking drink. Drop some more. Yes. Are we are we breaking from the episode? I mean, we can. <laughs> mm. Oh my god! I actually, from above, could not see how that was going. Oh god, this drink is really vile. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much alcohol. Actually, I shouldn't put it near the candle. <laughs> it's gonna combust. Um, so in yeah, so since the the la- the first episode, yes, please get comfy. We're sit- if you can't tell, if you can't hear, we're sitting on my bed, and we just keep moving around. Um, so I'm gonna get cut. Oh fuck, comfy. This is a. I quite like this setup. Maybe I should have all of my guests come sit on my bed with me. My boyfriend won't be happy. Um, he walks in an episode of me with like six guys. <laughs> Um, okay, cool, cool. The <laughs> Okay, yeah. Tell the story. Tell the story, tell the story. About a, um, yeah, can you tell us about some experiences you have with meeting people in person and how those dates went versus, like, people that you met online? Okay. Slash, slash, star, slash, slash, if you have any experience. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, to be honest... I feel like I've grown a lot these past few years. Her tits are massive now. <laughs> I don't know who can be the job for. <laughs> Me. Um, I feel like at uni, I was still very immature and like insecure. And I feel mm. like everyone has insecurities, but yeah, yeah. I was, I, I was still pretty, yeah, not really, you know, in myself. Just trying to discover who I was, and I was a bit shy, and I was like, oh, just not, just not, you know, just not me. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So, so I feel like I blossomed later. Hell but, yeah. But I don't know. This is again, you know, don't compare yourself to other people. Yeah, of course. You, you never know. Um, but yeah. So I used to be like the idea of going to a party where I didn't know anyone. Yeah. Like terrified me. Yeah. Sure. Completely terrified me. Um, I mean, that's natural, yeah. <laughs> so, like, at uni... You didn't even know the host? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but, like, at uni, yeah, this was a real... I, I remember, yeah, going to places and... It's like, oh, my God, I don't know anyone. Mm. Um, And I just found it, yeah, I just found it quite hard 
And then I thought, oh, I'm so bad at, like, I'm so insecure. How can I not, you know, deal with that situation? And to be honest, thinking back at it, it's also partly because everyone's at uni and everyone's also a bit immature and stupid. So (laughs) that doesn't happen as much when you're older because, you know, when everyone is a bit more, yeah, a bit older and wiser, like, they'll just, you know, talk to random people and Mm -hmm. it's fine. So, yeah, I feel like there was a gradual shift in me. Where I actually liked going to places where I didn't know anyone. Yeah. Because I felt like, oh, no one knows me. It's great. Like, I can, can be, be who, who, whoever I want. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And that's what I quite like about, like, going on dates with people. Because mm-hmm. they don't know you. Yeah, you, exactly. You're just, you have them in your hand. And you can just... You create this fucking whole mirage. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna... That person's not gonna know that I was really insecure and... Like, a little piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you were never a little piece of shit. So, yeah, I feel like that that kind of shift happens. And honestly, like, you know, my parents noticed it. Hmm. How did they... Can I ask how they, like... Did they ever comment on it? Did they ever, like, yeah. breach it to you? Yeah, I think they did. But honestly, like, I don't know... I don't think something happened. It just... It just gradually happened. Yeah. Do you think it might have also been... Sorry to interrupt. Do you think it might have also been the people who you were around? And, like, were your friends at uni the kind of people who would... Uh, like, if they were going out to... Like, I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel like I know your friend group. Well, <laughs> I, I definitely know your friend group now. But I feel like a friend, our friend group is very encouraging mm-hmm. to each other. And I think it's... It, it, being around people who, like, really big you up... Yeah. and make you feel good about yourself is mm-hmm. quite important. Do you feel like yeah. that was this case with your friends back then? I'm so sorry my feet are like in your face right now. No, no, I should no. put my socks on. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's honestly like, I don't know, I feel like I'd have to do a therapy session to sure, sure, sure. cover. And that's not what this what? is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you want to be with us 200 pounds, please. Good money, good money. Um... Yeah, so honestly, like, I don't know, I just, I feel like I just kind of grew up and I became less insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, though, partly, now I'm thinking of it, mm-hmm. I worked at uni and doing this sales job where I had to call people all day. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's terrifying mm-hmm. to call people. But yeah. there was an element of, you're behind a phone, you don't see that person, mm-hmm. you could just call them. And yeah, they're really mean to you. And they never really were. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I wasn't selling insurance or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a scam. Yeah. So, they, you know, they were usually not that mean. Yeah. But it was actually great. Great experience. Because I really had to, I just had to face. Strange. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think that was probably a great help, actually. Yeah, that's true. About it. That's true. Because you, you kind of get to blindly grow yeah. when you, you know, when you do something. And like it's that. also scary because you're doing it in an office. This was obviously pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And everyone can hear you. Right, Like, you are calling people mm-hmm. in front of everyone and trying to, like, speak to clients. Like, that's really scary. Yes. So, yeah, that was probably a great help. But, yeah, I guess going back to the, going back to the point... Um, yeah, I think so. I went to, yeah, I went to a few parties. Well, one in particular, I guess. 
Where I didn't know anyone. Mm-hmm. Except the host. Except the host, the yeah, host. obviously. <laughs> oh, no, not obviously, but yes, I knew the host. Uh-huh. But I remember, like, you couldn't go. Yeah. Quite a few people yeah. I knew weren't going. So I thought, oh, do I really want to go? Can I tell you, when I talked, because the day that you were going, oh, yeah, we went, the, the party was happening around the corner from where I ended up that night anyway. Because yeah, you messaged yeah, me on, yeah. fi- you were like, I see you on Find My Friends. Like, oh, we yeah. We went literally around the corner. I was yeah, at yeah. that disgusting club near the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, but when you were, because I remembered it was our friend's birthday or it was her friend's birthday or something and mm-hmm. we were invited and. And I kind of forgot what date it was mm-hmm. on. And then you had mentioned me, like, you'd messaged me like the day before being like, oh, are you going to mm-hmm. the party tomorrow? And I got, re- I was like, oh, fuck, I really want to go. And obviously I couldn't. And then you, and I remember you saying, oh, I think I'm going to go. And I, and I remember being like, who else is going? Like, who are you mm-hmm. going with? Mm-hmm. And when you said you were going on your own, I'm like, this is fucking sexy. Like, my pants are wet. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is amazing because it, yeah, it, I mean, like going to parties on your own in theory is fine obviously yeah. because the chances are there's always going to be one person at a party who shows up on their yeah. own who doesn't know anyone mm-hmm. or who only knows the host or who knows like one other person there or whatever um but being that one person is like mm-hmm. kind of fucking scary yeah yeah oh my god no it, anyway. it is scary and i th- i feel like i was like you know it's it's one of those moments where you have to push yourself mm-hmm. and I was like oh maybe I don't want to go and I was like why not like this is so yeah. this is so much fun and I think I just kind of it was almost like I'm making up for my time at uni where I thought this is what I should have been yeah. like at uni right just of course you know gone up to random people and yeah. made friends with them yeah, yeah yeah so I feel like I was kind of making up for it mm-hmm. so yeah I went alone and I had so much fun yeah I, like I just had so much fun yeah like talking to all these random people and honestly me a few years ago would have been like bitch progress yeah you honestly progress. <laughs> you made progress um bitch progress so yeah that that happened anyway then i then i end up meeting a guy there which i thought was really funny because i thought oh this is so classic yeah like that one party where i thought oh do i go do i not yeah, go and i ended so up classic. like meeting someone and didn't your dad say that afternoon you might meet your husband at this party no no no. that was my friend i went oh, okay. i went i went for for lunch with a friend and i was telling them about this party and i was like oh i don't know if i should go yeah. and they were like oh, you'll what if you meet your husband yeah amazing i was like oh yeah you're so right what what if yeah. like, i don't want to miss out on and that didn't think she did Woo, she's married. <laughs> story about how, how i married uh, this is the story of how i met your husband my husband uh, yeah no i'm i that didn't go well but well it didn't not go no, it, it didn't, didn't go, go badly no. it just it, it we went on a few dates and i ended up having a lot of fun yeah um, it was adorable we ended up getting ghosted but that's fine like it's fine because it, it was a good time do you know what can i tell you something what when when you got because i remember he ghosted you once and then you were like I really want to text him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just text him. Like, what have you got to lose? My my life motto has always been just hold your breath, count to three and go. Like, exactly. that's literally, I fucking do everything in my life. That's right. It's really bad. I don't care about consequences. Um, but I remember when the first time I was like, oh shit, this isn't good. And then you guys went on another date. And like, you were, progr- you were what's the word? Uh, proactive. Mm-hmm. You messaged him, you reached out. And then when he 
Well, because the, was the last time you spoke when you guys went to that date, went on the date, and then you came and joined us for the comedy show? Or did you... Because that was the last time you saw him. Because yeah. he was going to that house party, and he's like, oh, you should come back, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Did you speak to him again after that? Yes. Yeah, but, like... Hardly. Yeah, hardly. But, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember thinking when, when he did ghost you, mm-hmm. I was like this is going to hurt so much mm-hmm. i honestly remember when when you told me and and like the more days went by and and it, this was actually a point where like um bella told me his name so i would use my alternative instagram <laughs> account to like see if he had posted it was so oh, funny or i'd be like times, can i look at your story oh good times and that was like a picture of a garden on his story mm-hmm. and it's like who's this bitch's garden <laughs> um but i genuinely remember when when we the the kind of the coin dropped mm-hmm. and we were thinking about it and i was yeah. like this is gonna fucking hurt yeah yeah and the thing is i think i because we met in such a organic way yeah i just had such high hopes and yeah, it was of course and it was like you're you're putting that person in that box already you're like mm-hmm. he is he's perfect yeah so like you know i'm gonna make sure it works like i need to make sure it works instead of thinking like okay we met you know we're going on a few dates let me see if this guy is yeah you know interesting or not yeah but then yeah my i was just i guess completely you know blindsided by that but it was it was great fun i had a good time we yeah i learned a lot about myself hmm. and you had a fucking amazing time yeah you had a great time <laughs> it was adorable and it was for us i have such great memories yeah well for you and i yeah and like him. in that oh, yeah. time yeah it was amazing it was amazing i loved it i was so happy and now i'm depressed again thank you <laughs> No, no, it was. Uh, do you know what? It was so lively. Like, yeah. and there was always something to like. What else can we text? Whatever. But I remember thinking, like, we talked about this a couple of years ago. I think. God, I don't even know what that means anymore. But where I remember saying, like, I can't. I don't want to be that one friend who only ever talks about themselves. So, mm-hmm. where, like, in, when it came, comes to dating or relationships, and obviously, me and my boyfriend being together for a few years now, so it's kind of different. But before that, I remember there was one day where you were asking me about this guy that I was seeing at uni when I was home for like Christmas or whatever. And an hour later, I was still talking. And we had like gone to two different shops already, like had lunch, whatever, and I was still fucking talking. Uh, I remember this so much. I was like, uh, wow, she zoned out ages ago and I'm still going. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I remember, but it was, but I was like, when, when there was the moment, when there's this equilibrium of you, being, having a, this amazing time with this guy mm-hmm. I didn't feel so bad like having all of this stuff to chat with about, mm-hmm. with you about you know because for me it was I wanted to hear every single mm-hmm. thing you know every single detail so but when it came around to me telling those stories it was just like oh Ola's being a fucking whore again like <laughs> you thought that's what I thought a little bit I think oh, that's what I thought so many people thought because I was just, it was just a, it was a mess. For no, me. I feel like we were not, not talking that much when you yeah, were in at, your at that point. Moment, yeah. Oh my god, you would have thought that. <laughs> I wish I had this podcast back then, Jesus. Uh, um, yes, but I mm-hmm. know uh, it was. Yeah, I do remember having like quite okay. Sorry, because it was the summer it. too. Yeah, everyone loves the summer, especially yeah. in London. Like, yeah, everyone's just happier. We had just yeah. come out of a lockdown. We were about yeah. to go into another, but no one knew that. <laughs> yeah, wait, did I? Oh, no, I, w- I was working. Yeah, yeah, I was working. Because my friend... Oh, my gosh, doggy, shushy. Yeah, because this is when Ella was visiting London, because we all went to my friend com- my friend's comedy show, do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was in the summer, and she came in. Ella was in London, August. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a lot more kind of 
I think that being between lockdowns too was, or even post lockdown, everyone was just yeah. happier. And I think that's really true. Like it was probably, you know, uh, kind of looking at everything with like rose tinted glasses. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. This is amazing. With your tits out in your sundress. E- yeah. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> every day. Um, but no, I have great memories. Like when you when you got me ready for the first date, like. <gasps> That, that was, is like a core memory for me. Oh, for sure. Like core memory. That that picture, was so fun. That was amazing. I oh my god, yes, that's right. Because I think, I think like okay, sorry, okay, shush now, doggy. Thank you. You need to go back inside. Um, there was I can't remember what was happening that evening. Like my parents were having a dinner or something. Yeah, I remember, but I was like, something. fuck you guys, I'm busy. <laughs> and then I ended up coming out afterwards, and I was constantly like, I gotta be on my phone. I had the, two days ago or something the photos that I was taking of you when you sat on your bed in your uh-huh. gorgeous yellow outfit. It came uh-huh. up on my phone where you're sitting there full face of makeup looking oh my God, sexy I see shit. Pictures. Okay, oh, I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. Let me see where we're going. Okay, I'll I'll, 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 I'll find it. I'll find it. But um, I yeah, it came up on my memories and I was like, oh, no, honestly. And then we put on like we were like twerking yeah. and doing shots. We did shots, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah. did. I made we made like G and T's and then we like went for a walk around. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, if we were talking about like blowjobs and you remember that. There's oh. this one. There's this one. Sorry, this is a tangent for a second. But I always remember this one girl in my year at the uh it was the school that we went to after primary school mm-hmm. where like I mean talk about comparing yourself to other people. There were girls in our year who were getting like they clit like to age thirteen and yeah. shit. It was oh, yeah. atrocious. We know who, who those yeah, we do. Yeah. There were two girls in particular mm-hmm. who were like tits, tit pics being Literally. sent around the boys' schools, yeah. and oh my god, it was a disaster. And actually, I remember I was oh my god, I was such a like little manipulator even at that age. I remember when all of this shit was going down. Obviously, I wanted to talk about it, like uh-huh. with the with the the tit pics. And stuff. I remember when the, the one of these two, so there were two girls who were like besties, but also like worst and en- they were like mm-hmm. frenemies. frenemies yeah. They honestly was so fucking dramatic, and we loved it. Mm-hmm. And they were on our bus, I think, in the evenings. And so oh, my yeah. yeah, and so my method to be able to like talk about this shit without seeming snaky and talking about it behind their back was I befriended one of them because I I befriended the you know there was the blonde and the brunette. Yeah. I befriended the brunette like uh-huh. really closely because I was like I want to be able to talk about this but I don't oh want to seem like and a bitch and did you get the deets? oh I got all the deets so oh this. so oh well actually I ended up talking to both of them and I ended up becoming like f- fairly good friends with both of them not in the sense that they'd ever invite me to anything because also I was like not up for that um and one of the basically they were at this party so there was we went to a mixed uh like a co-ed school and down the street was this, like, very prestigious all-boys school, which was just full of, like, terrible boys. Mm-hmm. Like, really, like, just horrible guys. Well, not all of them, um, but most of them were just shitheads. And they, these two girls were at a party. I can't remember all the details, but basically they were at a party, and, like, one of them was, like, flirting with this guy who ended up, like, taking pictures of her tits, and then he, like, sent them around. It was just... It was tray tragic to think about it now that we were, like, underage. <laughs> tray tragic. But at the time, we were like, oh, my Drama. God, have you seen the pictures? But, like, I saw the pictures. And you stuff. did? Oh, yeah, I saw the pictures of the brunette's tits, and I was like, well, my boob's bigger than that. That's fine. <laughs> I have been since I was 11. No, but then the other girl, I remember her saying to me, the blonde one, she was like, um, we were on the butt... Oh, sorry, that was the dog, not my ass. Um... 
she was saying to me, oh, so I, oh, basically, okay, so the brunette one had already told me about what had happened. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking to the blonde one and they were fighting at this point because I think one of them like sent the pictures round or, oh, they were so, they were such toxic besties. (laughs) (laughs) Not like us. No, not like us at all. We're so harmless. Um, You should hear what we say when the recording's not on. Um, And they, basically the blonde one was, I was like, well, where were you when the other one was like having the picture, whatever. And she's like, I literally remember her saying this. She was like, oh, this guy, oh, I remember his name as well. Um, this guy, whatever, whatever, so-and-so, was, um, you know, he ended up getting expelled from that school for trying to sell knives in the canteen. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. Yeah. out so much. Yeah, sorry, that was a dog. Yeah, crazy. But he, she's like, oh, whilst blah, blah, blah was, like, getting with some guy and having pictures of her boobs taken, he's like, oh, um, George was, <laughs> George was eating me out on the sofa in the middle of the party. I was like. Us um, eating out, please. I was like, are you having. It probably work? wasn't. It probably he was like licking her face. And yeah, she exactly. Was like, yeah. She's like, mm, get my like, hair out. Oh, I think my God. <laughs> no, then. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, just mental. But I remember that girl, the blonde one, mm-hmm. who was apparently getting herself, you know, mm-hmm. was getting eaten out in the middle of the sofa. So this is going back to when you and I went for that walk before your date. Mm-hmm. We were talking about blowjobs. Yeah. So this girl at age 14 or whatever, when we were on the school bus, was t- giving me advice on like the methods of how to give a blowjob. And oh, I was like, my God. surely this is inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, first of all, I don't think I fully even comprehended what like a what hard was. dick was. Yeah. Like when and she, she was, was probably talking really loudly as well. Oh, like, she was. You yeah. Know, oh, these two. Fucking girls. Uh, but anyway. she, but her, she was like going into detail about like how you need to like twist your wrist and like go up and down. <gasps> Do you remember? I think I remember telling you this. And then when I was at boarding school, um, there was this other girl who was very sexually progressive. Who she now like is a um, like a women's sex coach. Oh, of course. And she That's does very on brand. Oh, yeah. very on brand for the school I went to. But she now does these like women all women's retreats in the middle of like the kent forest mm-hmm. where it's basically like group masturbation and stuff and like oh, wow. it teaches you how to use like yoni eggs okay and all of these sex and it's all about sex positivity and like mm-hmm. oh, and i've read it i follow her instagram and it's insane but the testimonials from the people are like i've never orgasm like i orgasm for my spirit that day like all of, all of this crazy shit i was like damn i'm not I spending a grand this. on this oh but God. yeah but it's crazy stuff like that and i remember this girl as well was talking about we, we weren't even that close at boarding school but i remember her giving the same fucking advice as the other girl about like the uh-huh. twist motion uh-huh and I remember you you telling me. Yeah, that, I told yeah. you about the twist motion. No, it fucking works. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> Did you use the twist motion? <laughs> no, I didn't. Not with that. Just up and down. <laughs> no, the the dates didn't progress that far. Not those ones, at least. Mm-hmm. But we have more to come. It's fine. Um, mm, do we? <laughs> no, I don't know. Do we? Hopefully. Um, yeah. No, that was the the twist motion. Yeah. 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 God. I loved that summer. I loved when you were going yeah. on these dates. And like, yes, that was so much. And you know what? I love what you just said about it being a core memory because it absolutely a thousand percent is yeah. a core memory for me as well. Yeah. And like that, I think there was one day when um, I'm just thinking about other friendships that are like solidified in my soul. Yeah. And there, and when there was one time when when I first when I moved into my first apartment in New York, Ella came over and helped me build 
a dresser from mm-hmm. Ikea. <laughs> it took us, like, four hours to build this mm-hmm. tiny dresser. We were bleeding. We were crying. We were screaming at each other. It was insane. By the end, we were like, okay, we're friends. Like, this is, like, it. <laughs> that was the bonding it, moment. Yeah, it was a bonding moment. Also, because we didn't have a screwdriver, so it was all, like, by pen and hand, <laughs> nails and knives. Oh and it was crazy. God. But you have those moments with friends where you're like oh shit like this kid yeah. like this person means it. and obviously that wasn't the first one we've ever mm-hmm. had we've been besties yeah. for 12 years yeah 13 years how oh my god are, wait how old are we we're 25 no, like now 14 years holy shit yeah well you know but what i was gonna say is um, yeah sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you <laughs> so many times uh, oh oh shit <laughs> about the the blonde bitch the no, blonde no, no, girl. No, no. no i think so part of me was like oh why didn't he ever text back oh yeah yeah and i think what I wasn't really craving was necessarily being with him. Mm-hmm. It was everything that went around it. Um, yeah, because what I have associated with being with him is talking mm. to you about it, mm. like, you know, getting, like, you know, prep for the date. That was so, so much fun. Yeah. That was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I think if I hadn't have had that, like, I don't think it, yeah, would have... I don't think I would have looked back with such yeah fond Fondness. fond memories yeah because I'm like oh wish you like coming me back but actually like no it was just it him. was just it was really it was just really fun like, oh. it was a good it was a good time was yeah a good no time. I, I I totally get that sometimes it is the round bits like uh, like if it comes to you dating guy and then you end up losing friends to the relationship mm-hmm. like you kind of don't miss him you miss or them you miss the other people you know sometimes it is mm. the other circumstances around it but yeah no that do you know what that's interesting because i don't think we have actually talked about that since yeah. i was about to say since you broke up <laughs> <laughs> since, uh, <laughs> since you got divorced <laughs> no but genuinely i don't i don't think i i think because in my head and uh, again this is just something that's like run through my head but since thing when things ended i think i was so like I didn't want to upset you by bringing it up again. I was like, mm-hmm. we don't need to ever talk about it again. Oh, okay, but it, okay. But it is one of those things where, like, we had so much fucking fun that night. Yeah. And not just that night, but, like, the, well, after you guys had that last date, which lasted, mm-hmm. like, the whole afternoon, mm-hmm. and then you came out with us afterwards. I mean, you were fucking on your high horse. And I, like, and I think also, yeah, like, I felt so happy. Like, mm. I just felt really... Yeah, I think I just felt really happy and content with myself. Yeah. Because um, I don't think it's necessarily that he was making you happy. I mean, he obviously was. Mm-hmm. But it was also, you were fine. Like, you had done, you know, all these years of reading these books and, like, going to parties <laughs> or whatever. Like, <laughs> that sounds so sad. <laughs> no, but, like, Finally, it worked. This is a podcast and whatever. No, but it was one of those things where, like, you were getting validation from someone else. It wasn't just, like, you thinking, do you know what? I'm fucking ready to go on a date. Yeah. It was actually a guy was being like, this girl is hot as shit. And you're like, yes, thank you for noticing, you know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't... It, it it wasn't necessarily just what you were left feeling on your own. It was, like, the validation you were getting from this guy and then your other friends who were like, oh, my God, like, yeah, yeah. you talked to Bella about this stuff. And it just, yeah, I actually remember um, when... I don't... Your barbecue, was that... That was before, wasn't it? My barbecue? Do you remember when you had your barbecue and I wore that bikini top and everyone was in, like, jeans and T-shirts and I was, like, naked in your house? (laughs) Was that... I can't remember how that fits in with the timeline of the guy. I think... 
Oh, maybe you hadn't met him yet. But I remember myself and one of our other friends mm-hmm. uh, sh- who lives near, n- nearby mm-hmm. me. Um, she and I walked back towards her house. Um, no, we were talking. We were talking about it, and we were like, "Do you know what? I think this was before you met him." Mm-hmm. And then, I felt like there had been an. Yeah, I feel like it might have been before because yeah, it must have been because what we were talking about was like, I'm gonna find someone for this mm-hmm. bitch. <laughs> and yeah. then no, maybe no, you yeah, because the our friends was, party. I think it was in August. I think yes. When I met this guy was in August. And then your party was in like July or something. Yeah. Your barbecue was uh, mine was in. Point. <laughs> mine was in June. Yours was after mine. Yeah, so and it was like a been... few weeks. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Like it was the... very short after. It felt so like you hadn't met him yet, but yeah. um, but I remember this this other girl who we've been very good friends with for years, but um, Bella stayed closer with through the years. She and I walked home together afterwards, and we were just like, oh my god, she's so fucking amazing. We were like, why is she so amazing? And like, why is no one pay attention to her in the in like the date? You know, in this dating sense, we were like. How the fuck is this woman still single? I know. Yeah, it's really sad. But then it you is. had the most amazing August. It is really And although sad. August came away. Because it, there's, yeah. there's a point where you're like, what is wrong with me? Right. Like, am I actively repelling people? And that's why I was I mean, like, yes, you are. I was no. like, <laughs> and I was thinking, like, I like, yeah, I can go into a party, meet people. Yeah, like I'm not like a loner on my phone in the corner. No, I'm thank like, God. What, like, what do I have to do? Yeah, get your tits out. Um, but I thought, but wait, I don't. I shouldn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Force people like. And also, mind you, it's nice. It's good for context to know that when um, Bella was approaching this guy or chatting to this guy at the party, she was interested in his friend. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you were not attracted to this guy at first, and then yeah. it ended up being the most amazing like. Which I think is goes back to the like dating app thing. Yeah, true. Like where Superficial. your initial reaction of someone doesn't necessarily, you shouldn't necessarily like look at someone and be like, oh, like that, th- like that's who I want. <laughs>